Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. This is another installment of our series of interviews with milestone divas from all walks of life who are enjoying lifelong learning during or after their transition from their regular jobs to retirement. Sometimes you are the learner receiving the information, and sometimes you are the teacher providing the information. When you keep your mind open and build your knowledge and skills, interesting and exciting experiences will come your way. Today, we're having a conversation with Star Payne. Star is a mother, wife, U.S. Navy veteran, thank you for your service, Star, and successful retiree. She's made and sold jewelry throughout her adult life. Now, as a retiree, she's added teaching jewelry making to adult learners. Welcome, Star. Hi, Gloria. Thank you for having me back again. Actually, this is my third time here. That's right. You're a regular. You're a regular. (laughs) (laughs) Let's jump right in. What type of jewelry making do you teach? Well, I teach a a jewelry making method called metal clay. And metal clay is actually microfine particles of clay, of of metal, either silver, copper, bronze, and even steel, that are in a clay-like binder. It's an organic binder. So you can form it, shape it, texture it into whatever form you would like. Then the, you burn the binder off, either with a kiln or a torch, and you're left with just the metal. But it retains the shape and the texture of whatever you originally designed. So it's a very good project for people that have never made jewelry before. You don't have to worry about soldering. You don't have to worry about sawing, uh, sawing or anything like that. And you don't need a ton of equipment to get started. It sounds kind of technical and scary when you talked about binding and silver, (laughs) copper, bronze, or steel. I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's so technical. And now you're saying it's the easy way. It's very easy. When, When metal clay first came out, and it's not a very old material, it's only been around for maybe, well, since the late 90s, 1997, 1998. So it's only just over 20 years old. But it was kind of touted in Japan where it began as a kitchen table art form so that anybody could go and work on it at their kitchen table. So, But I've been working with metal clay myself since 2001, so I, it's hard to believe it's been that long. And it's, it's my favorite uh, jewelry-making material right at the moment. But um, when I retired, which is hard to believe almost be five years which I find very hard to believe. Wow. Sure. I was Previous to that, I was taking classes over at Lafayette Park Arts and Crafts Center. And 
I asked the, the director one day, I said, would you like a metal clay class? And she goes, sure. So I started teaching metal clay shortly after I retired, you know, started out one day a week. And then it's grown over the years. Of course, we had that year hiatus. You know, everybody knows that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I started up teaching again, boy, just over a year ago, year ago in January, February, March. And the classes have been crazy. And I've expanded now to three classes a week. My So goodness. I have usually two beginning classes, and then I have what I call my advanced students, which have been my kind of like they've been taking the classes all along. So that's the fun class because we kind of sit there and we do different projects, but I think we spend most of the time talking. <laughs> so it's a, it's a big uh, way just to get together with other people you know and things like that. Well, what do you do to make it fun besides the little socializing? What well, else? I try to make it fun, you know, because it is people, a lot of times when people have never made jewelry before or never dealt with even clay before, either as polymer clay or ceramics clay, they're a little scared when they first come in. And I like to show them how easy it is to go and to work with the material. Of course, one of the things I do is provide all the tools for them to use, you know, that gives them a way that they don't have to feel they have to go collect things or buy things. And we just, you know, tell jokes and talk about everybody else, talk about our families. My only two rules are no politics, no religion. <laughs> because we get people from, and actually we get people in the, group, in the classes in all age groups, so all the way from teenagers and young adults to retirees like myself. And I had a friend who used to come in and take the classes. Unfortunately, she's passed away. But And she was in her 80s when she was taking the classes. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I know you design jewelry, too, besides making it and now teaching it. Which is more fun for you, designing, making, or teaching? I think it's... Well, designing and making, I consider as one thing because it's the same thing. And then teaching, and I think for me, it's about 50-50. I love to teach. I love to share my knowledge, you know, and people will tell you that I will be more than happy to give you any of the knowledge that I have. <laughs> and I love passing it on. But I also love going in and making things for myself or making things that I have in the two galleries that I'm located in. And, you know, and I can get in and I can do for myself, I like to go in and do the much more intricate and time intensive and type of uh, work, you know, things like um, hinges and, you know, other sorts of methods of joining the metals, the materials together and actually bringing in some traditional metal smithing mm -hmm. techniques along with the metal clay. And in the classes, I tend to push people as fast as they want to go or as much as they want to learn. Some people want to stick to the real basic things, which is fine. And some people keep wanting to get more and more and do more and more intricate designs and more and more intricate connections or, or pieces. And so I just let them go. As I tell my classes, it's like, this is not a class where I'm going to come in and say, this is a project, this is what you're going to make, this is what it's going to look like. <laughs> I give them a variety of options and or different projects as we go along. I'll start everybody out with the same thing, but then they still do their own designs. 
and then we go from there. And then I'll go, well, today we're going to do this sort of thing, or you could do this sort of thing, or you could do this sort of thing, or how do you like making rings, you know, <laughs> which are very popular to be made. <laughs> how many people on average do you have in your classes? I like to keep them pretty small with really just about six people in the class. Um, sometimes I've had as many as 11, but I don't feel that I can give them as much attention. Yeah. Each person as much attention if I get that many people in the class. Because I like to keep it a little more personal. Well, besides your own designs, what, um, I guess what type of woman do you have in mind when you're designing jewelry and, this is a two-parter, what type of jewelry do you find your students gravitate, the designs that they gravitate towards, given that they're beginners? Well, okay, that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I hate to say this, but when I design jewelry, I design pieces that I like and things that I would like to wear. Um, my pieces tend to be a little bit larger because I am a larger woman. Though I have been trying to get into some smaller things because depending on whether I want to sell or not, sometimes smaller things work better than larger. And, of course, with the cost of materials, which is always a thing, you know, that brings up the prices. Um, earrings are my best sellers, and that's what I tend to start out the students with. But they do a little bit of everything. But we start looking at textures and we start looking at, you know, patterns. One of the things I've been doing lately is uh, nature patterns. So for the first class in this session, what we did is I brought in different leaves, like mint leaves and sage leaves, and told them to go out and find some leaves. And we actually used those to pattern our, our, our silver clay or, or actually bronze clay is what we're working with. And so what they've done is, you know, and... I will say one thing, even for, for all of this, I learn things from my students all the time. You know, they'll come up with an idea and I'm like, I never thought of that. That's really cool. Do you mind if I steal it? <laughs> well, I heard that, that that was a good way to continue learning. Oh, it is. Is teaching because then new things come your way and you also learn as the teacher. I, you know, and I, it's just been very enjoyable. And, you know, I, I suppose that um, at Lafayette Park, they were, there was something going on. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, you need to bring this back before you can get paid. And the director there is like, she doesn't care if she gets paid or not. <laughs> Oops. And that's the best position to be in because your passion shines, you know, shines through. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, start. Do you plan on having or have you had a showcase for your students to show off their work? No, I haven't, but that's kind of um, it been in the background of my mind. Um, I am involved in the Florida Society of Goldsmiths, and one of the things we were thinking on is having a show this fall and inviting our former students to submit pieces or to put pieces out along that line. But again, that's still in the, the beginning phases of putting it all together. Well, where can we find your work? I'm in two galleries right at the moment. I'm at the Wiregrass Artist Cooperative up in Thomasville, Georgia. And that's on Jackson Street, right next to the Visitor Center, 
right next to the taxidermy shop. So that's a very easy way to find it. <laughs> and Kitty Corner from Jonas. And then I'm also down at the River's Edge Gallery in Apalachicola. And I have pieces down there also. And that's a fairly new one. I've just been there since beginning of May. Going between those two galleries is quite scenic well, as well. I know. I'm, I'm luckily, I work at the Wiregrass Gallery in Thomasville. And luckily, I don't have to make the trip to Apalachicola very often, even though I like Apalachicola. Mm -hmm. Because with, with things these days, it's getting a little expensive to do the commuting, but... But it's nice. So. Lena Pitch, Florida, too, is a beautiful state. Oh, yeah. So yeah, well, anything to drive around and see the different areas is always great. And then to go to a gallery. And go to a gallery. And find great works. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it sounds like, Star, your, your pieces are a little bit more upscale, and we won't necessarily find them at the local craft show no not necessarily though i have done um i've had pieces in the aha gallery pop-ups up in havana aha is artists helping artists which is a local group that started a couple of years ago after a hurricane to help out artists who lost everything in hurricane michael um and i hope hoping that I will be doing Artisans in the Garden again this fall at the Tallahassee Nurseries. Right now, I have a piece in the current exhibit at the Lemoyne Art, Arts um, as part of their jewelry show. I only had one piece there, but that's because the, the only piece I got done in time. <laughs> well, you're a busy lady. Yeah. It's been, you know, I'm, I'm reaching the point of... of uh, too much, but I haven't hit that yet. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, what excites you about teaching adult learners, especially retirees? Well, they do have a longer attention span than children. They're there because they want to be there. They're coming in, they want to learn something new, they want to meet other people, but they're there because they want to be there. And and a lot of them have some had some history of jewelry making or arts or something like that. And, and they're also looking for things to do to get out of the house and, and try something new. And, you know, you always need to try something new because if you if you get stagnant, it just it just goes downhill from there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to exasperate the mental health issues or the loneliness issues that people are experiencing nowadays. And I, and I know during COVID it was very hard to to get out and do anything, but that's when, you know, taking online classes. I took a lot of online classes just to keep busy and keep going. You know, even things that I knew that I was never really going to do again or just, just to try them out to see if it was something I might like to continue working in. And um, and there still are a lot of online classes out there, but you need to go out and be with people. Exactly. And, and um, one of the things that, that came up in my Facebook feed, you know, because I'm at that age where I do Facebook, was that it was a Tools and Tips Tuesday from the Metal Clay and Mixed Media Group. And it was, this week's tip is to take classes in person, if possible, but there are other alternatives. 
online tutor tutorials, online in-person classes. It doesn't matter how old you are or at what level you are or how long you've been on your journey with whatever art medium you like. There's always someone who knows something you don't. That so is it's encouraging. terrific. Play, take classes. And actually, I just got through taking a class about two weeks ago up in Atlanta at, with an artist that came over from England. It was a very intensive three days, and I loved it. <laughs> what was that subject matter? Well, that was metal clay. Okay, so you're going to be even more experienced or knowledgeable for your students. And then even though I've been doing it for 20 years, every class I learned something different something that I can pass on to my classes, which is the way I look at it. And then in the near future, I'm going to be taking an online class with a woman from Cyprus. So I'll tell you, the Internet is a great thing for that. I can Absolutely. take classes with people I'd never be able to before. You can travel physically. You can travel virtually and learn a lot of things. That's exciting, and yes, Star, you're an exciting person and have great enthusiasm. I could hear it in your voice. <laughs> well, you're in one of my favorite subjects, talking about metal clay and teaching and people. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's the idea. Maybe we can raise the enthusiasm for others Well, to want to know about jewelry. If anybody's interested in taking a class or just coming in to look around, the next session at Lafayette Park is going to be beginning the... Second week of July, it's a four-week class, so it's a real quick class. It's $25, I think, is the class fee. It may be a little more. I'm not sure. But um, it'll be Tuesday mornings from 9.30 to 12 or Thursday evenings from 6.30 to 9. And you can call up the Lafayette Park Arts and Crafts Center if you want to register. They have online registration. But, you know, I encourage to come in. See if you even want to, you know, take a look at the current classes and see if there's something that maybe it interests you. That's Lafayette Park in Tallahassee, Florida. I will put the address in the show notes. And we are so excited to learn about metal clay and jewelry making taught by Star Payne. Star, thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me back. Yes, yes. Come back. I'll come back again whenever you want. <laughs> All right. And then we'll talk about some of the other things you're doing. <laughs> Make the most of 2022 by adding Relax and Recharge, a Society of Milestone Divas summer retreat to your schedule of events. Join other Milestone Divas, women aged 50 and older, for this Oceanside Retreat at the beautiful Shores Resort and Spa in Daytona Beach Shores, Florida, from August 5th to August 8th, 2022. Enjoy a few days of relaxation, taking time for yourself to recharge after enduring the pandemic and making new friends. Contact Chanel Jefferson, Travel Advisor, at Holiday Cruises and Tours for retreat and hotel reservations. Her number is 850-386-7327, extension 206.
Website is funseas.com slash milestone divas. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.